This is the Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, good morning. Yeah. Parts of Wisconsin, Madison, everywhere. Hello, it is uh, a balmy 16 <laughs> degrees here in Madison, Wisconsin, and I'm pretty sure 20 below in other parts. It's not the heat, it's the humidity, you know? <laughs> it's the dry air. Yeah. It's the dry air. You gotta get your lip balm it on. It tingles when it hits your lips. Keep, keep your lip balm right. And uh, don't get chapped lips. That's just not good. You know, and that's my goal for tonight. We have a big game at Freedom versus a rematch from regular season. We beat the boys earlier, but. Who are you playing? That's why we play the games on Friday nights. Who are you guys playing? We play Wrightstown. Wrightstown. uh, We have home field, so we see them. uh, They take their little five, ten-minute drive over for big game, man. Big game tonight for my team and and Wrightstown. So I'm, a, I'm cool, excited. Man. I'm excited the, for you. Level three? Level three, man. It's the furthest I've been as a high school coach. Sweet. Yeah. Oak Creek, we went level two. Lost on a Hail Mary to Kenosha no. Bradford. Um, Southwest, level two. And then last year was level two, losing to West Pier, which still, to me, doesn't make sense. Was we, <laughs> We're a smaller, <laughs> way smaller school than West Pier. I live in Pier. Yeah. So I'm like, Pier is literally, should be division one. Easy. Because the enrollment. The plans they have, they're building a new sports facility over there. It's they have how big's Freedom? What's your enrollment in Freedom? You know, I, I would think maybe the whole between the middle school and the high school, <laughs> which is all in the same building. Oh, so it's small. Um, I would say maybe five hundred. I, I, I'm gonna find out today, so I know next. What's your homework but, uh, assignment, Amon? Yeah, that's homework assignment. But a uh, great bunch of kids. Great. Well, how rewarding as is well. it? It's uh, great, man, because these kids they work hard. Um, everybody goes both pretty much three ways: special teams, offense, defense. Nobody comes off the field, so it's hard to uh, to adjust as a coach. Yeah, you know, let the guys know, hey, I see this. You need to do this next play, and I, there's none of that. I gotta basically cut, catch a timeout or injury timeout for somebody. But hey, you know, you tell Reese or Noah, my running backs, hey, do this. Hey, help, you know, hold the ball like this. They're the def- defensive end, help out with the tackle. You know, got to do adjustments on the run, literally. Uh, but that's football. You gotta gotta roll with it. Chris Grison is our. Uh, Offensive coordinator uh, Frank Matea is our head coach, and we're everybody Mark Leahy, Brad, Tom, everybody's been um, pushing hard for the season that we have this um, this year. And right now, I would say part of the one big reasons is uh, the team is is was young last year. We had twenty five plus sophomores. Now we have those same juniors, and the next oh, year we have the same. Up, yeah. yeah. In the so roles. so in two years we're going to be rebuilding. But that's football. That's high school football. You get a whole bunch of guys graduate. That's what you got to do. You got to de- then become a coach where you de- you're developing players to get them to that same, I say, mindset and ability as the current uh, guys that are in there doing good. You ever played the NFL card on them? Like, dude, you got to listen to me, man. I played the NFL card as a joke. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> I don't. See, these guys, they the coach, the kids respect me a lot. They they hear. Listen to me very well. So as a joke, I'll yeah. be joking around. Hey, you know what I did, right? Hey, you know I'm all the right? They Come kind on. of laugh about it, but no, I only do it as a joke, <laughs> just to have fun. Um, Cause uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a football coach. I'm a high school coach now. That's how I look at it, and I, and I make sure I have fun on at all times. So Amon Green with us. Uh, what the hell? To quote the great Vince Lombardi, <laughs> "What the hell is going on around here? What happened, Amon Green, last week in L.A.? Because it was Man. like Murphy's Law. What could go wrong will go wrong. I mean, Ebo and I said it earlier. There, there was. I mean, the, I listened to the post game show. The player of the game, they gave it to Mason Crosby. You know, it's a bad day yes, when your when kicker gets player of the game. What yep. the hell happened on Sunday in LA? And I love JK too. So if he got the player of the game too, he got his punt got blocked. But yeah, when you get special team 
kickers, not the return people, the return guys, then yeah, it is a, a tough day. So going down the stats, it was 11 to 26. Packers scored 11. It wasn't until the late fourth quarter where Aaron get the pass into a, another Jamal Williams a reception for a touchdown. Uh, Mid-fourth quarter, Aaron 22 for 35, 161 yards. It was the first time, or I say career low for Aaron Rodgers in half and yardage in first three quarters of a game, 61 yards, career low in my man's, in the bad man, 13-year uh, career. That's a last, that, that's, that defense did their homework. I mean, they watched film. Offensively, obviously, we made, we know they made the adjustment um, with the offensive coordinators. Got a new, you, new young coordinator in there, and we saw what they did with the ball. But defensively, I believe that's Anthony Lynn's side of the ball and did an outstanding job. I mean, I really didn't think, other than game one against the Chicago Bears, where we knew Chicago Bears defense being the number one defense in the NFL, it still, I'd say in my opinion, still, we know the problem there. So that was another defense that I, was, I wouldn't even fathom Chargers defense doing something like that. And that's basically what happened. They held them like Chicago held them. Because in that game, how many came, points they scored? They scored 10 points yep. against the Bears um, week, week one. So same thing happened here. It's just now Chargers offense, which I told you, we could get the Chargers that's fighting to stay alive, and that's what we got. We got a Phillip Rivers who we know is very, very strong. I say a passionate competitor. Um, then we get Melvin Gordon getting in his stride. So you have that going on, and maybe it's the time tone change, you know. But we can't. As okay, pros, so how was that like for you when you're traveling around? Yeah, was, but, is the time change a real thing? Because did it, you see Matt Lafleur at halftime said we looked tired? A, I don't know why he would say that, but B, to what Ebo's point, is that a thing? Could they have been just tired on it, Sunday? Sometimes and that was, it is that simple. I mean, but as a pro, you cannot make that as an excuse. We have statisticians. We have guys. I remember a guy named by the name of Mike Ayers, great guy, and he is probably the smartest guy on this planet that I know. And he gave us stats. It was something like we did in college. It was just you sleep eight hours a day. But also we knew that every hour, we, he told us a stat that every hour your body moves out of your time zone. That's an hour that you have to adjust to that time zone. Yeah. So we're going back two hours going on the West Coast, so you still have to adjust. So that takes two days All right, let for me, that hour adjustment. I'm going to ask you so, this, man. So, so, so just quick Fun factoid there. A, a couple of people were uh, suggesting the fact that the Packers maybe you know went out to the L.A. nightlife. Like they fly on Friday, they go out party and maybe listen to that. And your experiences, you know, going on away games, do players ever go out and get after it a little uh, bit? It depends on when we got there. Yeah. I doubt that was the problem here. Yeah. But if we got there, say if it's a Sunday night game, Sunday night game, and we get there on Friday night, then yeah, I yeah. believe guys will go out and have a cocktail, but nothing. Where they're going, um, rock. They going rock complete rock star, where they breaking up the hotel. Going to the club. Going no. They're, they're not shutting the club down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe. It. No, they're not doing that. They're probably staying up all night, going over plays or watching some crazy movies. Like we got Doctor Sleep coming out, so I'm pretty sure. Hey. You know, some stuff like that. our countdown was out last week. They probably went and saw that, and that, that probably freaked them out. Yeah. Thinking that, oh man, I download this app, I'm gonna die <laughs> in, in like two hours. So uh, you got a question for Amon six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Chad, welcome to the Amon Green Show. Good morning, boys. What's good? What's good? What's up, Amon? Good morning. What's up, Chad? Hey, so I, I would get nailed in court for asking the compound question, but I'm going to do it here since none of you guys are judges. So let me let me hit you with this. I, I, I swear that the Packers look like they were half asleep, and Ebo kind of hit on it already. And a couple years ago, Jalen Rose on, on ESPN said, 
that there were four or five sneaky good cities to go to in the NBA when he was playing that, that people don't, aren't aware of, like Memphis, places like that. So when you were playing, I mean, obviously L.A. is a big one, and I think they were out partying. What were some of the sneaky good spots to hit up in the league that people would never, never be aware of? Oh man, Chad! I wish I was that guy. You you stayed in the vi- in video game. <laughs> I didn't wish you? I was that guy to answer this question, but I was not. I had earned the the title of Mister No Party. Okay, I was boring when I went to the Houston Texans. The word had been around. Man, he don't party. He don't do nothing, which was pretty much right. So I apologize. But what I know, because I grew up in California, and you know, and I've been to San Diego several times. Um, yeah, there is a you know Super Bowl was there when uh, Raiders and Buccaneers played, so Super Bowl partying. Yes, so San Diego, I say Gaslamp District. I do Comic Con there. Yeah. So Gaslamp District is an area that's not far from you know from the stadium. Or actually, that was San. I'm thinking San Diego now. L. A. Though that's right. Blah blah blah. Me why? See, I'm all messed up. You see, got it, bro. You, you see, you're, you're on the time change. I'm yeah. not even. Yeah, I'm like, I'm on a time change. I'm in another city, but Los Angeles. Yes, you got the beach. You have what is it? You got Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. You have Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Maybe Whoa. it was the Chicken and hey, Waffles. Hey. That's that is go. my cup of tea. <laughs> Chad, there you go. <laughs> There's movie theaters on on Sunset that sells that serves you five course meals. It's about fifty bucks to get in just to see the movie. So maybe somewhere in there, the guys tripped and stuff. Well, Chad, can I tweak Chad? So, so can I, so Chad, can I tweak your question? It was, it, was, it was Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. There you go. So uh, Chad, <laughs> I want to tweak your question. What's an Amon Green party then when you're on the road trip? All right, yeah, hit me up. I'm um, headed to court. What does Amon Green do at a quote-unquote party? Amon Green party is I got my games case. That's where I carry my Xbox. And we're doing Madden tournament all night long. And then after, if it's not too late, <laughs> we're going to hit up Dr. Sleep. Or, like I said, count. I would have went to see Countdown. Yeah. Or if Dr. Like, it was last week now, fast forward today, Dr. Sleep came out last night. Stephen King yeah. sequel to the Shining. the Shining, so that's what that's my night of big fun. Play some video games and go to a movie, and and just have a uh, what is it a, a, a food baby between Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle, <laughs> hot tamales, oh. and there's a couple donut places called. It's one place called Sidecar that's gluten free and vegan. Uh, what is it? Ve- vegan. Uh, welcome yeah. vegans in there yeah. as well. The donuts are great. So but you're, you're not like a candy or a treat kind of guy, really. Well, if I'm in, I'm playing football. Like water, that means I'm in shape. You're like a drinking water and what Cheerios or che- Cheetos? <laughs> Cheetos is your is your like your treat guilty meal? pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Yes, yes. So let me. Uh, we'll get you out partying one of these days. Of mine. We will. We'll have big fun. So a final thought, because I don't want to look ahead, because we got a, a, a interesting topic we were discussing when it comes to the Panther game I'm on on Sunday. But but final recap. I mean. Was that more, you know, we, everyone's used the word clunker, right? Even the the Patriots had their one loss, and, yeah. you know, the Vikings lose on the road to a backup quarterback. I mean, is is every team, and when you played, was there just some weeks where it didn't work? Because there are going to be people this week that are saying, did the Chargers expose the Packers and find a way to beat them? Or do you say, nah, heck with that. It was just, they had a bad day. And everybody, look, we have bad days at work. We have bad days in relationships. They had a bad, their day at the office was the football field. They just had, it was nothing more, nothing less than they just had a bad day at the office. Yes, it was just one of them things. I mean, the other team, you got to remember, those coaches and players get paid a lot of money. We saw the big drastic change they made offensively. Byron Ken Wesenhunt, who is a, you know, got, that coach has a lot of street cred. He's gone. They're bringing uh, Steve uh, Stinchin. 
does an outstanding job. And even last night game, I watched the Raiders and Chargers game last night. It's a fun game to watch. They still did good. They still was giving Melvin Gordon Eckler the ball. I mean, you look at this. I mean, I was going down the stats. Eckler and Melvin Gordon, you know, Melvin Gordon 20 carries for 80 yards, two touchdowns, even though they were pretty much like a turnover earned touchdown where he only had to go five yards to get it. Regardless, that defense held Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers from getting the ball upfield, even though everybody was excited from a Packers side of it, Devontae Adams being back in the roster. But that's a more gradual, gradual work back into the flow of the offense because if you try to just force the ball to a guy, which he, which Aaron didn't do and Matt LaFleur didn't do, calling play specifically for Devontae, but it's a gradual introduction back into this offense from an athletic standpoint, seeing test in the toe, even though he's been practicing for a week, two weeks now, but now it's getting into the rhythm, finding his timing with his route running and with his quarterback, obviously. Well, let me ask you, Amon. I mean, it was in that loss to the Chargers – they rushed the ball 11 times. That's the lowest in 16 years for the Green Bay Packers. 11 times. When, you have, when you've done so well in the running game, moving, heading up to that point in L.A., and you only do it 11 times, what does that say to you for the running backs? Well, that means, for one, like me as a running back, I'll be like, man, this defense got us. <laughs> it's yeah. tough. It's tough sledding. And we just got to keep, I say, pounding away. You got to keep chucking, axing, hacking away at trying to get something um, that – Chargers were not getting big yards at a time. They was getting two, three, you know, one, two, then a big play, eight, ten, big carries. You, Melvin Gordon was just a hammer. Yeah. He wasn't getting his big Wisconsin runs as we've seen in the past. And he hasn't had that opportunity really throughout his whole career because it's just the league. So you just got to keep pounding away with the run. And then with the within the pass game can flourish off that. And you just got to have the patience. But the way the defense played for Chicago, I mean, for uh, the Chargers, they just were not killing themselves. They were doing their thing uh, defensively to keep the Packers' offense, as we say, off beat, not where they have been. Off the beat? Off beat. There you go. Going into, <laughs> into the break here, but off beat uh, going into this, the rest of this game, and we'll finish with the stats after this break. All here. right, we will talk. Uh, we'll look ahead. The Panther game, how big a deal is this for the remainder of the season? More of the Amon Green Show. Guys. This is the Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Finish off the stats real quick. Alan Lazard led receivers with 44 yards on three receptions. Devontae Adams did have seven receptions for 41 yards. Blake Martinez led the defense with 12 tackles, tackling machine there. And Zadarius Smith and Tyler Lancaster have a sack there. And Preston Smith continued with getting their sacks. And then Chargers, Phillip Rivers, a guy that knows that he can't run. <laughs> That's what quarterback I see, and he's like, he knows how I need to, you know, sit in the pocket, and it's master not getting sacked. So twenty one for twenty eight, <laughs> two hundred nine. He's like that. So he got side. Ball, so weird. Yeah, he has a. He has either. He's either like shot putting it, but yeah. it has sometimes. And then his deep ball is still it gets there. So twenty one, twenty one for twenty eight, two hundred ninety four yards. Like it, and Melvin uh, Gordon, like I said, twenty carries for eighty yards, two tutties. Uh, Eckler twelve carries for seventy yards. Mike Williams, big receiver for the Chargers, played well last night against the Raiders as well, against the um, Packers, uh, three receptions for 111 yards. And Hunter Henry, the big tight end, seven receptions for 84 yards. Last night had a tutty, but couldn't get an end zone against the Pack. But having weapons like that and utilizing them, you know, offensively, because that was their problem going into the game. Anthony Lynn made the big change, and it showed. And even last night's game, the Chargers continued to show run game first to get – Phillip Rivers going with the pass game, get Mike Williams and all them receivers in. And so 
the, I think the Panthers have some work to, you know, they have a template from the Bears game to Philly game and now this game. So they have three games they could go back and look at and say, what did these defensive coordinators, what did these offensive coordinators do against the Packers to try to slow them and stop them from winning the game? So last Sunday, before we you know dive more into the Panthers, last Sunday, was that just a clunker? Like every every team's afforded a dud like that? Like every aspect of the I mean, game was a stinker. And I, and I want to say it's, you're afforded it. It, it just happens. Yeah. If you don't come in 100%, and I mean 100% physically, 100% mentally, and 100% focus, if you're off just one tad bit. Remember, this is the NFL. This is the league of one percenters athletically. And then mentally as well. People think that we're just dumb jocks. No. <laughs> My wife, you know, at the time, we were dating and fiance. She, I came home first year when she, we moved, when she moved in, and she saw my playbook. At the time, this is where it was a physical playbook, not an iPad. It looked like War and Peace. Was it, it was like, like <laughs> it was like like Harry the Harry like two three Harry, Harry Potter, Potter novels stacked on top of each other. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god!" And, then, and I say, "Hey, let's page through this thing. Let's go." She's like, "Really?" And she we sat there. She's like, "Oh my god!" And she said, "Oh man, you guys are not dumb." <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> so this it just show, it goes to show you that what if you just off one percent in a match, a game that. Most people, including ourselves, myself as well, said they should go win. It's going to be a tough game. It's still a hostile environment, but they should have win. But thinking also, Packer fans are going to be there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that was a factor. I didn't hear. It was like seventy percent Packer. Right. I didn't hear Aaron or, or Coach Lafore talk about it. And but regardless of it's home or away, you got to come play. Having that, I say, being offbeat as you could tell watching the game, being offbeat just a tad, gave the Chargers that hope. I mean, for them to get that victory. And you look at it, they hadn't beat, which I, I didn't know this, finding out doing my homework, they hadn't beat the Packers since 1984. Oof. Home or away. Damn. So this was a big win, you know, for a historical standpoint. Um, they'll be most likely in another stadium, in the big gigantor stadium that's out in Los Angeles coming soon in Inglewood. So that'll be fun for Packer fans in the next three years from now. I won't think they'll play them next year back-to-back season, but in like 21 2022, they'll be out there and they could enjoy the uh, something bigger than Jerry's world. So, so now we get visiting with Packers all-time leading rusher, Ramon Green. So now we get to this week. Uh, I mean, how big a game now does this make Sunday with the loss, Amon? I mean, you still have uh, plenty of games to go, but when you start looking at the NFC, and if you want to look big picture now, as you know, we get into oh. the second half of the season, and the Saints continue to win. They get Drew Brees back. You know, the, the, the 49ers continue to win. You know, if you if you want to keep pace with these top teams, I mean, you can't afford another, whether it's a clunker or just an off week. I mean, if you want to keep pace, how important now does this game on Sunday become? It's it, it's every it's very important. And every game from this point on is important, win or lose, because you're, you guys were talking on your show earlier, off um, home field advantage. You're fighting for that. And they have San Francisco coming into town. Or actually, they're going to San Francisco here in a week or two or next week. So you have to play – to win the game, you play and you got to gotta win be focused. The game. I don't care. Hang on, I'm on. You play to win the game. Exactly. Thank you, Herman <laughs> exactly. Edwards. Thank you, Joe, for the sound bite there. So you have that, folk. You know, you got divisional rivalry games going on. You got Detroit at Chicago this weekend. That's going to be a big game, and we see in Detroit is playing like the cardiac kicks. They're playing lights out football, and they're not doing it with guys like we know from the past, like Megatron. They have they'll have Matt Stafford, but a whole new uh, flu, uh, crew of receivers that are coming in playing playing lights out for that team and then we know Chicago they're just kind of they're they're like a hoopty 
you know, it, 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 like I had a nice car my junior year in high school. It was a Volkswagen Rabbit, 1977, the year I was born. Volkswagen Rabbit? Looking at the car. Yeah. Like you look at the – so it's like my car from my junior year in high school. You look at the car. The body looked great. You're like, oh, man, this is a nice ride. It's a man. It's a stick. It's a stick, but you get in outside that thing, you ride it. You were driving in this thing? It got a, it got a oh, hole. Oh, the rabbit? You know what I'm badass. It got a hole, but but you get it. But like I said, like the, like the bears, it, they look good on the outside. You see them, you're like, ooh, got that nice. I like, okay. You get inside that car, though. It's a hole about the size of a softball in the floor of the car. I can see the ground as I'm driving, <laughs> shifting gears. That's kind of because of Miss Trubisky's broke, basically. What do you think when Trubisky says, turn off all the TVs in Hallis Hall? You don't, you're not supposed to be watching all the TVs. That's the one thing you need to do. Yeah. You know, so you got that. And then Monday night, we got Seattle versus uh, San Francisco. So you got games like that are coming down the schneid, basically, that are games that is all about playoff position now, especially once Thanksgiving gets here. Every every win, every loss is playoff position. And there's scenarios because teams going to beat teams that you didn't beat. And so this is something that we could talk about, but the players don't need – they just need to don't need to worry about this. They just need about need to know – I need to play football, do my job on the football field. So that's where you get refocused. Because even Matt LaFleur kind of said we were off, maybe we reading our headlines a little too much. You know, hearing that comment from the head coach to tell me maybe where some of the mindset for the guys was. And that right there is a bitty, I say a flag. Say, hey, I learned. Did you guys ever I learned that? back in college. Did you ever do that? No. I, I learned back. That's where I learned. I've learned that in Nebraska. Don't read my clippings, do my interviews. We just know, put on the blinders. So blinders me, on and, and worry about the next yeah, game and the next practice. Players always say that, Amon. It's interesting that they don't pay attention, but then you always hear players referencing, you know, media stories or you know quotes. So how 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 difficult is it to tune it out? And how often do players say they don't watch, they don't read, they don't listen? But at the end of the day, they do watch, read, and listen. Um, it depends on the players. I believe I believe it's player to player. For me, it was not hard at all not to listen not to watch if i did watch i was watching sports center for highlights and i would put the tv on mute oh, really? so i didn't have to hear even if your picture flashed trey off, Ringo, turn the... exactly trey ringo's <laughs> comment or uh, dan patrick's comment at that time yeah. i put it on mute because i didn't want to hear the commentation i just wanted to see my if i knew somebody and watch our team yeah. do well um in a loss, I usually didn't watch the highlights in the loss, I'll be honest. Because <laughs> I didn't want to see our butts getting kicked, you know. And it's like, I'm going to have to watch this again on Monday. Yeah, because you got to do film I, We got to do film review. I was like, I'm not going to watch it on Sports Center with somebody giving their opinion of us getting butt, <laughs> butts kicked. Um, so that's the interesting part. The the only interesting, you know, and then looking at this game for the Packers and the Panthers, I mean, you're looking at familiar foes. So the Packers play San Francisco in the week. The Panthers lost to San Francisco Oof, got big, butts yeah. fifty-one to thirteen. Hammered. So, Chargers beat the Packers, lose last night to the Raiders. You know you have Packers beat the Raiders. Exactly. The Packers so you better. have these scenarios that you got to you got to come play. You got to be a hundred percent firing on cylinders because these are the this is the, the NFL, NHL, NBA, any pro sport around the e-sports. world, any pro esport around the world. Pickleball. You're dealing with the one percenters. So if you're off one percent yourself in that match, most likely you're gonna get your butt kicked. Unless luck is on your side that night or day or what have you. So you gotta come ready to play because like I said, be eighteen eighty four, that's a that's a that's a lifetime right now since the last time these boys won. So against them. So now we got the Carolina 
Panthers, Cam Newton list, who's on the. Uh, I do want to talk to you about yeah. that because so we get a, back into that. Yeah. Yeah. Teaser, after the teaser, break here. Got, got my man Warren G. Yeah, there, there is an interesting concept with Cam Newton in this game. Uh, we'll get Amon's game day predictions as well. Packers and Panthers coming up. You have a question? 608-321-167. You can hit us up on Twitter at Zone Madison. This is the Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the. Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We got the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Packers. The Panthers coming pretty in. Pretty good, man. And we got Noel Cam Newton, who is my guy to pick in Madden Ultimate Team or fantasy football. And if you Madden, if you're not a, a what do you think a, of his outfits? If you're not a Madden fan or a player. Madden Ultimate Team is virtual trading cards. You get to use these actual players. Does he have the bonnet on and he, stuff? And the yeah, he, has, yeah, he has his hair all crazy. He he just don't have, I just on? wish he had his pregame attire. <laughs> if you could have his pregame attire, because he came, he comes in like Willy Wonka sometimes. I was like, woo. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. He's Lawrence, doing stuff I would not do. The Lawrence Tail. Lawrence, LT is the best player on Madden. Yes. He defensively, is, defensively. Oh, my. I, yes. Offense or defense. Everyone goes Gale Sayers or Bo Jackson for running back. Dude. LT's faster than both of them. He can catch him every yeah, time. He's dangerous. LT's sick. He's mad. He's mad. So, uh, Miss Gills Gay, he's how are you doing? Too. I'm also on twitch.tv backslash or forward slash Amon Green TV and Mixer at Amon Green TV. So, check me out. Listen, watch, but don't be doing it while you're driving. No, no. Don't do that. Don't do so, it. So, Amon, uh, I had this theory. We asked our Packer Insider this yesterday, and he agreed. I want to get your take on this. With, Cam, with the news coming out this week that Carolina's shelving Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. That it's actually a better thing for Carolina because what do every team, whether it's college or pro, hate? And it's a quarterback controversy. And True. I guarantee every True. week the questions were being asked of Ron Rivera and Kyle Allen and Cam Newton, who's the starter this week? Who's playing? Who's playing? And now that it's over, right? right. And I think Cam Newton's a better quarterback than Kyle Allen. Don't no, he get is. Me wrong. Healthy, healthy Cam. Right. Healthy but Cam. That that creep of wins Cam coming back, do you feel like now if you're Carolina, the pressure's off on Sunday? And that the pressure reverts to Green Bay because Carolina says, this is our guy. This is our team. No more worried about Cam Newton. He's done. And now we can just go play football. Um, I say from a team standpoint, or I say this, from a player standpoint, it shouldn't be pressure. You know, like I, when I got here, when I got traded here in 2000, I knew I was Dorsey Levin's backup. No if, answer, but. I knew that the rule of thumb is you can't lose your job through injury. So even though he got hurt, I was not – Thinking, oh, I'm the guy. Even I didn't. It, it took four weeks of me starting to stop saying I'm not the starter. I would say I would start my interview. I am not the starter. I'm backing up until Dorsey gets back. Yeah, you know. Took five and a half weeks to finally say because they, they, you know, coaches, staff, Mike Sherman said, "Hey, Amon, you are the guy for the rest of the season." I'm like, "Oh, okay." How'd that feel? It, it felt great, but not for the reasons why. Yeah. Because I like to. I've been a competitor my entire life. I would rather earn it beat the guys out that are in the running back room and respectfully have my starting job. So being as we were not only teammates, but f- friends and still friends to today, it was, you know, it was awkward. I was young. He had been a Super Bowl champ, Pro Bowl running back that I had a ton of respect for. And to lose his job the way he did, you know, that I know how that, that could feel. Yeah. It wasn't through competition, just through a, he had an MCL sprain and tear, a, a grade three tear, I believe. And so, from a football standpoint, as a player, I'm like, look, I'm the backup, and I'm gonna know that, and that's how Cal Allen mindset has to be. So for him, if he was pressured in any way, that's just I say a generational different thing because for me, it was nothing. You knew, okay, I'm the backup. I'm just here until 
the guy gets back. So now it's different. We know these millennials, younger guys, get a little bit more emotional, a <laughs> little bit more. Um, we got to, hey, go, you know, cuddle them a little bit. A little coddle them, tell them everything's okay. Make it. Pat him on the butt, tell them so, they're special and better. So Ron than Rivera, he took it on his shoulders. He said, hey, this is a good, like you mentioned, Joe, this is a good thing. Yeah. Allen doesn't have to think about that if he's going to be playing or not if Cam got healthy maybe for the playoffs or even close to the playoffs if they reactivated him um, off the PUP. So now he could just go play lights out football. He's been doing a good job. I want to say dominating, but managing the game, yeah. being a young a rookie quarterback, as we've seen around the league, rookie quarterback stepping in, you know, Ru- Rudolph up in Pittsburgh, Minchu in Jacksonville, but Nick Foles now is coming back. Yeah, but like down there, there, they know Nick Foles is going to be the guy, regardless of what Minchu has done, but he's done that. But that's great experience for Minchu and him uh, and, the, and, the, and that team and also with Ru- Rudolph with Pittsburgh moving forward. And let me ask you, what do you think of Christian McCaffrey? Oh, so yeah. as you saw on the topics, I said, is it one-man gang or you want to call him Mighty Might? I love this guy. Yeah, he's I mean, crazy good. He, I mean, it took me a couple of years to really start paying attention to him when he was in college at Stanford because I knew of him, but I didn't because I knew Barry Sanderson was at the university at that time. I wasn't sure who would be the guy, but you see him putting up MVP type numbers. He from yards from scrimmage right now in the league, he has twelve hundred and close to twelve hundred fifty yards. He's insane. Total offense, thirteen touchdowns, and the part that I love that. He's a problem out of the backfield catching the ball, running routes. DBs can't cover him. Linebackers, surely that's not an answer. <laughs> not, not, oh, we're going to put a linebacker on Christian McCaffrey? Uh, no. What are the that's, Packers going to do to stop him? So that's so. Guy, they do have guys. I believe Blake Martinez can be that guy. He just going to have to be physical. He's going to have to beat him up. He's going to have to bring his game. He's going to have to bring what he has as a game, which he is a tackling machine. That means he's physical. He has to be physical with Christian McCaffrey. Test his mental as a running back. Defenders. So, yeah, when you played, because that's a great in- concept, I'm on, because yeah. a lot of people have said, look, he's so fast, you got to take Jair Alexander, put your fastest cornerback on him. Or mm-hmm. when you played, would you, I mean, would you, did you fear more the speed of a, a defensive player or the, the brutality? Obviously, Blake Martinez isn't a fast guy, but he's a physical guy. You know, when you played running back and you're trying to slow you down right. or the other, did you fear the, the fast guy that could keep up with you or did you fear the big guy that, you know, would go over the middle and try and take your head off? I didn't fear neither. I just well, not you, of course. Right? I respected <laughs> them. So Derek Brooks, he wasn't a speed guy, but he was a hammer. He was a, if he, if he, he was a blunt object along with Troy Palomalo. Blunt objects. You respected their game, so you made sure you adjusted in that game. So when I'm playing against the Buccaneers, I know even when 47, John Lynch, GM for the 49ers now, was on that field, I just did check, I say play, per play reminders. Okay, where's 47? Where's 55? I need to know where these guys are for two reasons. For one, I don't get concussed and be standing on the sidelines the rest of the game. <laughs> and number two, number four doesn't get hit either. Yeah. So from a run game standpoint, Where's 55? Where's 47? Okay, check, check. Boom, I know where they are. And then as I'm running the ball, if it's a handoff or if it's a pass play action play, I'm checking them on the run because I know when they get to the contact, there's an explosion. Now, if it's a fast linebacker, Brian Urlacher, same thing. We we knew we played them twice a year, so we figured them out real quick. We figured the Bears out, him and Lance Briggs out. They're not downhill linebackers. They're not going to stuff the hole like a Brooks. Running away from him is their their game. We run in toss plays. We run in outside zone plays. He's gonna run. Had enough. Erlacher had enough speed to run around the offensive tackles and make and tackle me in the backfield. And the coaches, Coach Sherman's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, 
We need to go right at him. <laughs> That's what's going on. So, Listen to us. Marshawn Lynch had this video. He's like, he's like, sometimes when I'm out there, you just got to hit a guy over and over and over and over and over again. You just keep I hitting a guy. And then eventually the guy's like, I give up. Like, I can't take getting hit anymore. Is that something you like would want to do? Yes, I love Just Marshawn. hit him That's over another and over I, I and over. I enjoy watching him play and his interviews. Like, could you ever see a guy just break? Yes. I've, I've done that to guys. I've seen that. Like they happen. talk a lot of smack, and then all of a right. sudden comes second, third quarter. You're like, oh, I don't want to get hit anymore. Sometimes man. it wasn't even talking smack. It's just you saw them break mentally in the game, and that's what you wanted. And it could have been early in the game, first quarter. It could be late in the game, fourth quarter. Finally, you you cracked him, and then you know keep giving me the rock. So, man, I got so what is guy. McCaffrey? Is McCaffrey a running back? Is he a glorified receiver? Is he yeah. a hybrid that we've never seen? Like, how do you describe what what he brings to the field? He is. A running back. He's not a hybrid. He is a what you want in a running back in the game. Not in I say in the game today and in the game when I was playing, in the game 20 years ago, 15, 30 years ago. You want a running back like this. Because you go back to every generation, there was a running back like this. There was a running back, Roger Craig, for the 49ers back in the 80s, that could run the ball and out the backfield, catch the ball and make defend make it a problem for defenders. You know, during my time, myself, Priest Holmes. Uh, Jamal Lewis were guys that we could catch the ball at the backfield, and then if we needed to get three yards and a cloud of dust, we were going to get it, and we are going to do it for four quarters. And, th- and that's what gave defenders headaches. Christian McCaffrey is that guy. He, for When he first got drafted, I didn't know that question of three yards and a cloud of dust. I knew he could catch a ball out the backfield, run nice routes, crisp, break right. He has the beautiful high knee action, high and tight with the ball, and as fast as all get out. But my question was, could he run between the tackles? And between now and the last three years of him being in the pros, he answered that question for me. So for me, he is a running back of today, last year, and 50 years ago. He could be a problem for that defense. So like I said, Blake Martinez, them linebackers hit him often, hit him early. Because they don't, as we've been seeing, he's been making big plays. Do you ever have a guy break you? No. I, I know. Those, I knew. I mean, the guys got the their hits on me. Batman yeah. takes a hit, but he always comes back. <laughs> Batman. Okay? I knew the answer to the question. I said, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Chris McCarthy can be a nightmare if they don't hit him often and early. But we'll test. They'll test him. You know, right now the defense is giving a lot of rushing, giving up a lot of rushing yards. There, they're third in the most lead, giving up with 1,036 yards and 10 most, or fifth most in uh, with 10 touchdowns. So they got some work to do against a good, decent team that's coming in on the road. That trust me. When you come to Lambeau, it's just an extra incentive, man. It would be great to come out of here with a win. But the Packers defense, I believe that's who we could talk about coming in after this break, can make it really hard for this Panthers offense. Real quick, we have a uh, question for Amon from Twitch from Reader. Give me a Reader. Reader! Reader. He says, Amon, are you streaming the modern new Modern Warfare at all? Yes, I am. Just, all right. I just downloaded it he wanted this to weekend. Know. He wanted to know. Some Call of Duty. New Modern Warfare. I'm yes, getting that I on Sunday. It. I made a deal with my son. If he get his chores, that we go download it on Sunday. So <laughs> Take it's, more, trash it's more for me, Amon, than him. The best thing about having kids is you can use them to get stuff that you want. Like, I like going to Disney World more than my kids do. And I just feel like, oh, yeah, I got to take my kids to Disney World. Crap. Yeah. Oh, man. I told my son if he cleaned the, his drawers out, I'd buy him Call of Duty. I'm buying it for myself. I'm just using it for my hey, kids. Hey, we do share some similarities. Some similar <laughs> likes, Joe. Every, that's about everyone's got to have... Kids get you out of so much stuff. It's great. Sick or, kid. Sorry, can't go to your party. What are you going to do? Are you with a sick kid? Come no, on. Exactly. Piece of cake. Love go have it. kids. Everyone should have kids. We're coming right back. More <laughs> than by Green Show. This is the Amon Green Show. Brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You ready Joe. for your breaking news? Yes. You want the sounder? 
Breaking news. Oh, hang on. Yeah. So, breaking news here. This is from the video game world. If you follow me on Twitch, and I hope you do, if you don't follow me and sub. So, if you sub for 12 months straight, you'll be eligible to receive a signed Amon Green jersey Ooh. of your choice. What? Packers, Seahawks, Texans, or Huskers. It's your pick because I, I played for three pro teams and at the University of Nebraska. So if you sub at a tier two or above, tier two or above, you will earn yourself an Amon Green signed jersey. What would be the most surprising one? A Texans jersey? Yes, because I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I, as, as we said, as I heard a coach say, and I'll never forget this for my entire life and NFL career, I pooped down my leg that, that them two years down there. <laughs> he said that to you? A coach said that. What'd Not you, to me. He uh, was saying he was referring to like our offense or a, a play that we messed up on. He said, oh, yeah, we, we pooped down our leg on that one. That's kind of rude. Yeah, but, hey, it's football. It's reality, Mitch too. Mitch Trubisky would have cried and said, turn that yeah, off. Yeah, he probably would have cried. <laughs> I, I just took it in like, you know what? Yeah, yeah you're right. Whatever, yeah, I had a bad two years down there, but it is what it is. Um, but uh, well, we got Well, packed. that's cool, man. So, yeah. So that, Hey, by the way, so on, on Mitchell on Trubisky, Twitch. before we get to your game down, your breakdown of the, the game and your pick, uh, you mm-hmm. love the D-bag. Your eyes got all wide when yeah. we cut them off. So we got a good one this week. Jermaine Whitehead, the UFC, Mitchell Trubisky, or the Timberwolves. Right now, Jermaine Whitehead, slight lead over Trubisky. Who you, you got? You got you linebacker, got, correct? Uh, or no? Or was he a cornerback or a safety? Safety, or safety, safety, safety. for the Browns, and well, no longer on the Browns. Yeah, actually, played for Green Bay last year. Yes, um, yeah. who took not you know t- speaking I'm on of turning it off. He really didn't turn it off because he went to Twitter. 15 minutes after the game, which tells me he's still in his uniform, still in his cleats, still in his jersey. Uh-oh. And the first thing he's doing is not, you know, going to the meeting, not talking with his teammates, is going to his phone to see who ripped him. And then he's threatening to kill people on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Fans Ger- and media. Yeah. Is Jermaine Whitehead the vote here this week? And I haven't the Browns voted. Cut him. I haven't Ooh. voted yet, but I feel like it's tough not to vote for Jermaine yeah, Whitehead. Yeah, that's here. a tough one not to vote for. I mean, it just goes to what I was talking about earlier about the millennials. And they just got to get their feelings out now and social media. You don't even have to put everything out there. Exactly. You know? yeah. Even though it's there, that means you – but you don't need to post it. You don't it. have to do that. You don't have to do that. Thank you, The world Evo. existed before social media. Exactly. <laughs> this is, you got to internalize, internalize it. it. And what I used to do when – if it was media, if it was a teammate or something, you know, got me hot, I would just re – Focus that energy to playing harder on the football field. So what do you think of Mitchell Trubisky then? Another millennial that can't not take hearing criticism. It's constructive. Well, I wouldn't say from the media is constructive. I won't say that because <laughs> we definitely are <laughs> no, not constructive. Not I will agree with that. Man, that guy from stinks. The, from the coaching standpoint, it should be constructive criticism. So you got to hear that to get better. That's how players got. That's how I got better. When coaches would pull me to the side or sometimes bust me out on front street in front of the whole team. Amon, why'd you fumble the bar? Why'd you miss that block? Whatever. It it made you it it it, it scarred you. Yeah. If you were built mentally a certain way, it would scar you. It wouldn't really scar you. It was just like, okay, I get it. Now this is what I need you to do. You grow from it. You grow from it. But if you're not built mentally a strong way, it will mess you up. Are you you'll glad? be you'll be you'll be messed up. Are That's you glad? what I'll say. Are you glad you didn't play when social media was around? Um, I did play right at the beginning of it, and 
I wouldn't. Well, I, say, I wouldn't now, say I wouldn't be. I say for my teammates' sake. Like, what's the worst that ever happened to you? Someone took you out of their top five friends on MySpace? None of that even bothers me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I had a friend, a family, a family friend. <clears throat> so a, a person I had never met, but was a friend of a relative of mine, was upset at me because I I didn't follow them yet. I I mean, it was just you know how you see on their Facebook people that yeah. to follow, and it was one of those people that said you should follow because they were a friend of a family member. So I didn't know. I don't go in there a whole lot. This was like three years ago. And mind you, that person t- called my cousin and said, why hasn't Amon followed me yet? I've been sending friend invites for mo- months now. And I'm like, what's the picture look like? Because I don't know everybody. Who cares? I, it's like, and I looked at the picture. She's, and my cousin said, well, the person has an Atlanta Falcons jersey on. I'm like, of course I will. I'm not going to follow an Atlanta Falcon fan. I didn't even... <laughs> Think twice about it. I was like, okay, I'll follow it. I said, I know exactly what picture. And I knew exactly. I had just looked at it like the day before. So I knew exactly what picture it was. So it just goes back to. It's, it's just like a, another it's, mental game. It's a sign of our time. Yeah. Of the sad. world. Social media dominates headlines everywhere from government to sports to esports. So it's everywhere. But right now, I say looking at this game, you know, from the defensive side, from the Packers and the Panthers. So James Bradbury, he's going to be able to play. And I bring this up because he's one of their best cover corners for the the defense, for the Panthers. And so with him coming back, get on that field, and having to cover either Devontae or Alan Lazard is huge because that brings that defense, I say, brings it up to be a little bit more stouter. Because right now this defense leads the league with 34 sacks. So we saw last week what the Chargers did to Aaron, kept him in that pocket, sacked him three times. So this is another big thing for their defense. And then along with James, you got Mario Addison coming in, had a family issue last week, family reasons where he couldn't play. Now he's back, motivated to play some football with his team on the road in Lambeau Field. So he's the team sack leader with six and a half sacks. So these right here is one, when I say one thing that the Panthers defense is amped up about. And I say here in town, the Packers activated, it was it uh, Ibram? Ibram Campbell. Campbell, Abraham safety. Campbell. Say that one three times. Yeah, safety. So a guy that has some experience but from last year and has been, I say, injured this year. Now he's back to play. So we'll see where he could fit in. Because we saw last week where that defense, I say defensive front was fine. Zadarius Preston did their job usually getting sacked. But the defensive backfield gave up some passing yards at key moments. And so the better thing at DB to have as a defense coordinator is have a lot of DBs. Because from injury, from experience, and just having the numbers can help you, especially getting on this, I say, like we mentioned, the play, the week-to-week playoff run and playoff positioning going on right now. Hey, uh, before I get your game day pick, I'm on, and I hate to do this to you, but we have a big Badger game here tomorrow. So oh, yes. uh, oh, as bad no. as our Badger season has been, and I tweeted this out last Saturday, people don't remember the media overwhelmingly picked Nebraska to win the Big Ten West. They just lost on the road last week to Purdue yes, I know this. with a third-string freshman walk-on quarterback. Oh. I said, things could always be worse, Badger fans. You could be a Nebraska fan. Hashtag woof. What the hell? From the Scott Frost, you know, coach of the year to Taylor Martinez Heisman Trophy to yes. it's going to be Nebraska yes. was going to walk to the Big Ten championship game. Dude, what happened to the Huskers, Amon Green? They're still in development. you seen that uh, the movie with Angelina Jolie called Girl Interrupted. They're, oh, yeah. They're Huskers Interrupted, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they still have a ways to go. 
in playing lights out football, in playing do your job football. Um, I hope they weren't reading their hype. Uh, I'm pretty Oof. sure they weren't. I know Scott was not. He's a coach. He's like me. You need to go I mean, give him a pump up speech. Yeah, you need that. You gave him that great one two years ago. They almost to. beat I, us I'll at Cape Randall. You need I to help reach. them out. I would love to do that because it's a mental thing now for them. They got a. They have all the athletes. They have the the the. They almost have the recruits that Scott has recruited in in the last two years. I say one more year, then literally it'd be all his recruits that would be in um, on the campus of University of Nebraska. So it's going to take time, and that's why he signed a seven-year deal. So I would say for him and that coaches, because I say right now fans are like, they want him out. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. It's too early. Give him two more years. So two more years, it ain't, it's not. It's broke. It's still broke, yeah. Unfortunately, I love him to death, but that's, that's when it's going to be tough. Yeah, losing um, at home to Indiana, losing at Purdue. Oof. Yeah. Some, last two some tough losses that you cannot – Oof fathom keep doing in the next several years so all right let's talk pot let's end in a positive then green bay five point favorite i was with you you and i remember we on the show last week we were all trying to figure out why it was only three and it seemed too easy vegas just reeled us in on that Mm -hmm. trap bet i'm on do you see a big bounce back this week for the packers at home i see a big bounce back so i'm going with the packers and i see what the team i say being off kilter being having to go back to the whiteboard, basically, or the chalkboard, as they say, to get things back on. And you just do that one play play at a time. You got to erase last week's game. Use it as a learning experience, defensively, offensively, special teams-wise, and say, hey, we got to play some – you got to play lights out football. We just got to take one play at a time. That's the number one thing. This, don't think, okay, we got to win this game on the first play of the game, which is usually a kickoff for a kickoff return. And then offensively, we got to go deep and get this team – no, you just take it – what you've been doing prior to this game, the game before the Chargers, what did we do to score points, to stop the team from getting in the end zone and creating turnovers, getting there, causing problems. So you got a young quarterback. So Pettin can now you know, scheme up some exotic defenses to make Kyle Allen really straw, I say, work hard to go through his progressions, make him struggle a little bit. When you have an inexperienced quarterback, that's what you can do. But that's what the Panthers have been doing to help him, running and giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey a lot. So that will be their counter to that. But then Mark LaFleur has another opportunity to show, okay, I coached against a defensive coordinator that stopped me. Now can I bounce back from that and get my team? Because I am one of the playing callers. Can I get Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams the ball in, in effective ways and not force it to them to get the ball into the end zone and win this game. So I'm going with the Packers here. At yeah. Home on, well, and how important is this? Uh, on Sunday. Yeah, final thought. You know, they have a bye week after this, and you have probably the game of the year yes, with the 49ers. Sure. I mean, I don't know if you can say look ahead or, you know, think about the bye week, but damn, how important is this game? You don't want to be stewing on a loss for two weeks, but to have the momentum, you get this win, you get a week off to play a game that may decide home field advantage in the NFC. How huge is this game knowing what you got coming up You know, with the bye week and then the next game with San Francisco? It's huge. For us as media, as commentators and analyzers, we could talk about all we want. We could look ahead three, four months ahead. We could even try to look towards Miami. Players better, better not. Coaches better not. You better take this opponent for what they are. This is an NFL pro team coming into your house. Cam Newton or not, they're good. They're pro team. They they wouldn't have the starters. Christian McCaffrey's a beast. On that roster, Chris, one of them being Christian McCaffrey, that you need two guys to stop. Trust me, do not do not look ahead. This is not a league for that. College football is not a place for it either. 
college sports either, no matter the sport. You do you never look ahead. When you hear teams talking about, oh, I can't wait to visit this team, when they're the third team on the on the uh, schedule, there's problems. You're going to have problems. You're going to yeah. get busted in the mouth. <laughs> I love a black it. eye for some reason. Be like, who hit me? Yo, it's the Carolina Panthers that hit you. I was I'm looking like, ahead. I ran into the wall. Yeah, yeah, I didn't <laughs> see that coming. Good luck to freedom tonight. Freedom. Thank you. Freedom. They cannot take our freedom. <laughs> You out? The first, I'll hang out for a yeah. The first Couple ever man. Batman, Batman, William Wallace. There you go. Yeah. Freedom tonight. There's the Amon Green Show. You can follow Thank him in on Twitter, AG30. Give us the uh, the uh, the Twitch, Twitch. And, and all the streams again. Amon Green TV on Twitch and Mixer. And uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Amon Green 30. All it's good follow. That's a great follow. Follow me for all my posts about when I'm Even shooting. Ninja follows you, right? Ninja follows me as well. Amon's yeah. a man. You're the man. He's a cool dude.